We are live from Satellite 5. I'm back. We're back. You weren't here last week. God Let's knows see. where you were, Rob. Yeah, where were we? I don't know. I thought I was in Botswana. <laughs> uh, it's glad I actually actually it's glad to see you again. I, I'll Me talk too, about so. how I saw you recently before the show. Uh, but the week before, Catch I didn't get to watch outside. a lot. I was yeah, right. I was up in the Poconos in the mountains and you guys FaceTime me. I don't know, was I on the show? I don't even know. I look like I just You look relaxed. I was half drunk. Like I was all unshaven. It was great. Uh, I'm not half drunk today. I'm pumped up on nerve focus. Where are we looking? I'm going to chug this. Keep watching. I'm just going to chug it like Stone Cold in a little while. I can't wait. Yeah? Yeah, man. A lot of good stuff to talk about today, Rob. First of all, uh, we're going to talk about the big event coming up this Saturday. Mm -hmm. That's BKFC Fight Night Tampa 2. Back by popular demand. It's going to be awesome. A great card. We have uh, two guests is always coming on today. We, we're going to talk to Jared uh, Kid Gotti Grant. That'll be around 1230. Mm -hmm. The interim champ. Find out some stuff about him and his main event coming up with Reggie. Uh, looking forward to that. Also, you know, there's some stuff that he wants to get off his chest, I feel like. And I'm going to help him do that about being the interim title holder. So okay. we'll talk about that. Uh, and also... Jared Warren will be coming on around 1215. Looking forward to talking in. The guy's been doing the media tour as he goes up against uh, Jomi Escoboza coming up uh, fight night too. Tampa, it's going to be a great show. We'll look into the show. We'll talk about uh, big signings we've had today. There's yeah, a lot man. going on here, Rob. Dude, that rocked the internet world. <laughs> Did you see that coming? Are you talking about Bukow? White Lotus himself, yeah. man. So so here's the thing. I, I didn't see the signing coming, right? Nobody I, did. Yeah, nobody. It was crazy. It was <laughs> like my jaw's hanging out home. I look at fighters, though. And if for some reason you don't know who Bukal is, mm -hmm. look at what the fighters are all saying. Look at their responses in the comment sections. By the way, if you're not watching this on Instagram, it's at BareKnuckleFC. You can look at their comments, the responses, mm -hmm. and they are so pumped up. So when a fighter feels that way, it's cool to see fighters be fans of other fighters. Yeah. You don't always see it like that. Christine Faria, the misfit, uh, fighting in New Mexico, coming up for her title against, uh, or to keep her title against mm -hmm. um, Taylor Starling. We were talking to her, and I said, did you hear about the big news? And she went, boo count! She was like a boy band for her. It was like, it was she She Googled over him. She My loves man holds guy. 240 wins. Look this is probably one of the most. He's a legend. Yeah, one of the most popular posts I've seen on social media ever yeah. of fighter signings. That's huge, man. 240 wins. 240 wins. He's been around forever. <laughs> uh, he's, he actually started fighting like really young. I think, yeah. I think I heard something like, I think he was like eight. Or like seven when he started yeah, they fighting. Start young over there. And when you see Muay Thai, we've talked about this before. Danger. Mm -hmm. Like you know, they're going to be a good fighter. And I'm watching these people in the comment section and stuff. I'm not saying I know everything, but they're saying, "Oh, he's going to get crushed because you know there's no elbows, there's no this, there's no that." The guy is a legend. I don't mm -hmm. believe he's going to get crushed, <laughs> and I can't wait to see what he does. I mean, actually, I want to see how he adapts from Muay Thai. But the one thing we've learned about every Muay Thai fighter we've seen is how bad they are. They're bad dudes. They're bad females. That's it. They're tough. I think they're the toughest of the tough. Yeah, they're tough as nails, brother. I am looking forward to that. Um, I have a question. What are the chances of them doing a ungloved, i.e. kickboxer style, Jean-Claude Van Damme versus Tong Po style fight, man? <laughs> <laughs> Minus the glass, of course. Minus them dipping the, like, ah, the, see, the, when the I, hands I'll tell you, I've, I've seen one of those fights live before where they dip their hands in glass. Mm -hmm. uh, at the, actually, it glue and then put them in glass and actually did Taipei deathmatch or something they called it. It it's, was sick. Yeah, it's BKFC. Would it still be BKFC if it was ungloved Muay Thai? Uh, huh? Where if they kept, they kept the kicks. Again, you get the fists. I'm 
I'm, look at Rob booking I, matches I, here, dude. I like it, man. I like, I like it too. It. We'll see what I, happens. Listen, I like it whether it's Muay Thai. I like it whether it's just glove box or unglove boxing. I like it that we quite possibly signed the best. Muay Thai fighter in history. Quite possibly. And I'm going to get some, I'm gonna get some no, heat not. on that. No, get I don't think so. Because you know, there's a couple out there. I um, think it's pretty universal. Uh, I'm not saying I know fighter. Muay Thai, how good of a fighter mm -hmm. he is. I'm, again, I'm basing this off of, I've heard his name. I've, I've seen stuff with him, but I've seen a lot of the fighters giving their respect to him now. They're very excited. See, Luis Palomino was another one who was excited Dude, that he's just here. Just check out his compilations. Google him. Put him in YouTube, man. Like his, it's it's sick, man. You know, it's great. I'm a, I'm it's I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of, of of up here because like with, with the tie ons there because like mm -hmm. if I did that, he doesn't even need to do it. He's got enough arms. If I tie it really tight, my arm would look bigger. That's why I would do that. I don't, I, I, <laughs> he the ultimate have to do warrior that. style. Yeah, okay. That's right. Oh. all right. So excited to talk to Jared Warren coming up in a couple minutes. Jared Grant, it's the show of Jared's Stay here. We got some boo cow footage. You can see it. This guy's been around forever. Legendary and oof. See, that's the thing. People are saying, well, you know, those foot knockouts aren't going to work. But look at those punches. Think about no, that hit without get, a glove. Foot knockouts. Uh, foot knockouts, I'm sorry. Man. <laughs> That's what I read online. Get hit with the foot. People are all going nuts about that. So There's two contingents. Some are like, nah, you're nuts. Man, He's going to tear it yeah, up. My man is deadly, dude. His kicks, I, I believe that too. His, his kicks are ferocious. He obviously sets them up really good with the, I think it's called a steep kick, if I'm saying that Teep. correct. There you go. Teep kick. Where you you know kind of push your opponent away. His knees are brutal. Sets it up. He's got great ham. Dude, that's the thing. My man's got great hands. Yeah, his <laughs> his legs are excellent. His hands are amazing. I guarantee you, somebody watching this right now is like, they're just showing him kick. This isn't about kicking. It's I, about bare knuckle fighting. And this, I guarantee you, hold on. I guarantee you, somebody's complaining that they're thinking that. Well, here's the thing: we don't have any bare knuckle footage yet. The but when we of do, people got into martial arts by watching movies, man. Like out there, you've gotten to martial arts one way or another. The majority of watching something really cool on TV, whether it was legitimate fighting or whether it was the Hollywood version of it. You know, I grew up with the kickboxer, yep. Rambo stuff, yep. you know, watching kickboxer. I'm like, man, that is so awesome. And this dude is legit because a lot of the things that they took for that movie were in Thailand. And yeah. that's how they trained. Very hardcore. Like, yeah, this is awesome, man. I'm so, looking forward to this I don't this know if they've discussed bro. this or not. I'm interested to see if they're going to have him fight uh, in Thailand first mm -hmm. or in America first. Because that'll, that'll be interesting to see. Because I feel like in Thailand, it's going to be huge, right? So, but in America, so it's going to be gigantic it's gonna, too. Yeah. Either way, you, you can't go wrong with this guy. I mean, look at him. He's a legend. Yeah, so. I mean, there's a huge community across the globe that loves Muay Thai. But obviously, you know, we're growing the community of Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships. So what, a, right. what an amazing signing. Whoever did that. Bukow is in Great BKFC. job. Great job. I agree. Can give a shout out to Nate? Maybe Nate is did that it. Nate? Was that Nate? Big shout out. Great job, Nate. Nate, and matchmaker if it's not, whoever did, can you? Congratulations, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> He's keep saying you guys Nate. So, a lot to get into today aside. I mean, this was the big news. Mm -hmm. This this really set Super the internet on everything. fire. Yeah. yeah. And like it's I said, great. if you get a chance, go to the go to the Instagram page. You can see mm -hmm. Christine Faria's reaction to it as well. Uh, let's talk before we get into talking to Jared Grant and the show we have coming up. Uh, BKFC.com or on the app, either mm -hmm. way. The amount of news articles we're putting out now. There's some really good articles. Great one on Jared Warren. We'll learn today. To. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Great news. <laughs> Got him. Great news. You did. Great news on uh, on on Jared Warren. Uh, it's a great great news piece on Jared yes. Warren out there. There's also a great one on Reggie Barnett, who's fighting coming up. I believe that's called From Prison to Pay Per View. What a great yeah. title. And he said that would be the name of his 
documentary or book. That what came a great out story! It. Oh, dude, Reggie's got Check an awesome out. story. Check it as, out. Now. I, I feel like when we as we dive more into these fighters and learn more about them, you just kind of gravitate to them more, and and that's part of our job to kind of show you what they've gone through. But great articles up at, on the app or bkfc.com, wherever you want to read them. Uh, there's also one up. MVP Mike Perry. That's the other hot fight aside from what's coming up this weekend that everyone's talking about. The that super card's fight. blowing up, man. What about the other signings? Good John added to the card. I'm not yeah. sure if we talked we touched on that or not. Paige Van Zandt has been uh-huh. added to the card, yep. along with everybody else that's fighting on well, the Good card. Good John versus James Lilly, I yep. believe. Which James Lilly, the fighting poet, the guy's like a poet. He's awesome, uh, and then he's also a name over there. So it's going to be cool to see Tyler walk back. Think about it. like that's no. the angle. Tyler walks back into the Coming UK. Home. And look, he's like, look where I'm at now, other organizations. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm interested to see that. Him him coming back to where he began in his career, but training now in USA, in Miami, with the champ. Not Luis only Palomino. that, living from what I can see, a cleaner life. Yes. He was recently baptized. God he's, bless. He's got, and truly, that can make a difference for people. He, he's, he's seeing what he needs to do. You can tell in his posts he's more healthy. He looks mentally healthy. He looks physically healthy. And I've been there. I've mm-hmm. seen how the baboon trains. To train with that guy could bring any man to their knees. So Good John just put out a video, man. It, it, it was him running, I think it was like three or five miles. <laughs> Didn't stop, ran right into the gym. Right into the gym. Yep. Started doing pad work. I'm like, man, this guy's cardio is going to be sick. So... He's James, man, pay attention. Yeah, yeah I agree. Up your game, brother. It's going to be a tough fight. It's going to be a great fight. It's going to be a great fight. I agree 100% to watch that fight. And from talking with Tyler, like I said, he's around the Florida event sometimes. He was mm-hmm. there watching, of course, his partner, Luis, fight. He's just so – I've always gotten along with Tyler. Mm-hmm. After the initial, you know, getting shoved out of the way, like I always seem to – people seem to like me after they beat me or push me. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but I always, I, I always liked him. But he definitely seems more zeroed in now. You can tell oh, the difference. It's sure. a different. It's a different Tyler Goodjohn. So, so that'll be good. In. Now you look at Paige Van Zant versus Sharisa Sagala, right? Mm-hmm. Sagala, um, what a fight! We always talk about her first ever fight with Taylor Starling. Fight watching, of the year, man. No, it was fight insane. But watching both of these people who debuted now. You got Taylor going after the title. You got Sarisa Sagala with mm-hmm. with uh, Paige Van Zant, which is going to be a big difference maker for her career. Uh, win, loser, draw. Just being in there with Paige, you'll get some eyes on her. So I think that's huge for her. But the, the thing I worry about with Paige, and we'll talk about this as we get mm. further closer to the event. What's worried about? Well, I mean, Paige coming in at 0-2, mm-hmm. right? That's fine. Everyone loses. But I worry, has Paige, is this a redemption thing for her where she wants to get this win? Is this, I feel like she subconsciously may have taken her eye off the ball and that's no disrespect it's mm-hmm. because she has so much going on maybe she's better at compartmentalizing than me if i have for instance my life i have two kids i have a kid crying another kid asks me he wants dinner and i have rob what, texting me over the podcast yeah, so what, and i'm like what, ah! fi- yeah. what fire do you put out first I, that's, that's mm-hmm. what i mean so so i can't handle things like that she's a professional fighter maybe she's done it before but now you have Paige, who is going to have to fight at a high level, bare mm-hmm. knuckle, not any kind of fighting, bare knuckle. You have her training and learning to be a pro wrestler with, by the way, you know who she's training with? Mm-mm. Gangrel. Do you remember him? Yeah, yeah. yeah got the vampire yeah, style. Yeah, yeah, the dude. Yeah. He's Legend Christian, but he's, he's amazing. So she was training to, beco- training to become a pro wrestler, and she also has her website that she does. She's got a lot going on. Well, so, listen, man, it may sound like she has too much going on. Yeah, but, but not in but her bank account, right? The more that you learn, the better off you'll be in life. Of course. So if you're smarter at anything, you can think through problems. So maybe this is helping her Could. evolve her fighting as well. It's a good Just, way of looking you at know, it. Taking on more. It's a good oh, way. Well, I, well, no, I think she needs this win. Oh, I, went to, I think she really needs this win. But you know who else needs a win? That's why it's dangerous. 
Sagala because she wants this win. She wants this notch in her belt. We'll talk more about that in a little bit. I know he's in the virtual green room. He's probably waiting with bated breath. He's probably shooing women away from him. The firefighter, <laughs> bare knuckle fighter guy that he is. He's saying, step aside. I have to do an interview. Let's get to our good buddy, Jared, Captain Deadpool Warren. He's got yeah, a shirt. Get to serve. What's up, buddy? Look at that. He's making- you guys doing? Good. Look at that. How- What's going on? You look great, man. Where are you at today? I'm just at home right now. This You're- is my my newly accomplished seating viewing <laughs> for interviews podcast area yeah you're nice. doing you're doing so many uh so much media coming up you got to have one we appreciate that but we're glad you had time to come on today and uh, i love the shirt captain deadpool so before oh, thanks, man. you're welcome before we get into anything i like to find out the origin of nicknames and that's that's a different kind of nickname so <laughs> i mean I, I feel like you just kind of put two things together and smash them together so what's the origin of the nickname tell us about that uh man there's i had a few friends who were who were uh, gracious enough to kind of be like, yeah, man, you kind of look like Captain America. <laughs> and uh, and then anybody who knows me, like whenever we're training, you know, sparring, and even in real fights when we're getting close to people, I'm always kind of like talking shit a little bit, like in a fun way. Like, I mean, I'll be in a real, like, I mean, I think me and Josh Dyer, when we were fighting, we're in like a clinch hitting each other, and I'm like, you're not my favorite person right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I just, uh, I, try, I try not to be, uh, take things too seriously so that kind of like brought in like the deadpool type because i'm just i don't know i'm always joking around so it merged and it became a thing and i like it because i don't think there's any other anybody else using this nickname right now no i think you're the only one that's good trademark that before some before i do it rob does and we can make a bunch of money you got you got to trademark the name oh captain my captain i'm about to stand on my chair i'm so excited you're here that's a dead poet society reference that's a movie robin williams yeah yeah um but let's get into the fight this is what i'm excited about you got it? What, what, <laughs> I got what? it. You like my transition there, Rob? Uh, so with the fight coming up uh, this Saturday, again, glad you're here with us. Jomi Escoboza, we're going to get into all that. But I noticed that we were talking about articles on BKFC.com. There's a great article on you. And you said, or they said, a man who's eager to wash the bad taste out of his mouth this Saturday in Tampa. Now, again, that's from BKFC.com, from the app, from the article. I didn't come up with that. That's the article. Yeah. I just want you to explain the statement. Why you're eager? Is it because you lost? Is it because without yes, Doolittle? It, it's because uh, my last fight with Doolittle is my one uh, loss that I felt like I didn't lose. Um, it was my first fight to go to the decision. Um, and, man, I, I really don't consider myself a sore loser. Typically, if I win or lose, it's very clear to me that that's what happened. And I don't ever, like complain or contest i'm just like well you know it is what it is um but i kind of feel like i got the short end of the stick on the judging on that one you know i i blame myself for letting it go the go to the judges but uh yeah it kind of was upsetting me because i I feel like i i did enough to win that fight so that being said i did kind of leave a bad taste in my mouth and i'm like i don't want anything to ever go to the judges again so i'm ready to uh get back out there and and not let history repeat itself in that sense Good. You're not a guy that ever makes excuses, and I understand your frustration there. You trained so hard, and you feel like you had it slipped through your fingers. But that's, as a fight fan, I think Rob would agree, it's more exciting when I hear you say that, because now I know. Now I know. I think you said it in the article. There needs to be a knockout here. I want a knockout. I'm hunting for it. I don't want to finish. So now I'm more excited for the mm-hmm. fight. But when I look at the fight and look at you guys, for a light heavyweight, you're 6'1", is that correct? Yes, sir. And don't call me sir. That's weird. 
That's my dad's name. That's not my name. That's weird. Don't call me sir. I should be calling you sir. You can kick my ass. <laughs> I'll call you whatever you want. Um, my manners are way too good sometimes. I'm sorry. <laughs> so when you, you're six one. I looked at him. He's about six four, Jomi. That's probably taller than most guys you would fight in this division. Have yeah. you thought about that? And what are your thoughts on that, man? I think it's awesome, man. Most of the time, uh, most of the time, if I'm not the same height i'm taller you know what i mean like this is almost opposite of my last fight do little I, yeah. I think he's like five five eight or five nine um and most guys want to always try and do what he did you know try and clinch wrap up you know whatever to close that gap uh with jimmy being taller it gives me a whole new style you know what i mean um it actually makes it more exciting to me you know what i mean like something something different um make some new adjustments, new game plans and stuff. And, uh, you know, it kind of like gets me like fired up. I'm excited about it. Well, good. We're excited to watch it happen. Now you're still, correct me if I'm wrong. You're still training at shift MMA. Yes, sir. That's a lot Damn, of, I said, sir, again, I'm sorry. No, no, I, mean to say I like this. I get a bare knuckle fighter God. apologizing to me, Rob. God. Oh, I feel power. Uh, no, don't say, uh, you can say, sir. I don't care. I can now yes. makes me feel powerful. Let's go back to that. I like, sir, keep with sir. <sighs> so, so at shift MMA, right? A lot of talent there. Martin Smash Brown's there. Terry Janowski. There, there's so many others. I could go on and on. And we're seeing these contingents form uh, gyms around the country. We've mm -hmm. been talking about this. Rob and I love watching this mm -hmm. happen. So when I spoke to you yesterday, uh, I don't know if you're in the car. I don't know if you're finishing training. I noticed you had another fighter with you. It was a female fighter. Uh, the rugged beauty, Crystal Pittman. So is she training at Shift yeah. as well now? Yeah, man. She uh, she made the full move out here to, uh, to Tampa, Florida. And... Um, ready to to up her game and so i got her got her over at shift training with jihad and the guys and stuff and i see uh i see huge things in her future because <clears throat> nothing against her her former uh coaches i i don't i don't know them but i don't think they were able to really teach her technique too well mm. um but she always had and has the awesome like work ethic oh yeah so she's gotten as far as she has just based off of like grit and grinding and, and going as you know as hard as she can go and knowing what she knows so far but now when you got someone like jihad and trey you know oh yeah uh, smash around them teaching her how to actually throw hands like properly with technique and everything like i think she's uh i think she's gonna elevate real quick Dude, Pittman's tough. That's why she's the rugged yeah. beauty. There, there's no doubt about it. I can't wait to see the skill she develops. Every coach brings you something different. Now, is that is that if you don't mind me asking, I'm prying a little bit. Is that just a training partner thing, or is that uh, did you bring her there? Or is it more than that? Because you guys were hanging out at Seymour. Uh, is it a BKFC yeah, super a relationship super couple? Yeah, he yeah. Um, somehow she just worked her way in, and uh, <laughs> you know, I, I tried to push her off as long as I could. And she's like, listen, she's like, we're dating now. I'm like, all right. <laughs> okay, hey, whatever. Jared, so. what is it with you, man? You kind of annoy me because let's be honest here. You must be smacking chicks off with like a stick. You, I, I saw you with a, a female a couple fights ago. She was a blonde. She was beautiful. Now you're with the beautiful rugged beauty, Crystal Pittman. These women just fall for you. Is the firefighter thing? Is the bare knuckle fighters? The it's great a nice guy, what, man. Yeah, what how, is do you, how do you not get a, you know? I, I literally just... Roofie all of them and uh, make, a, make them think that I'm way cooler than I am. And, you know, 
You had to get caught. So what do you do? <laughs> so nuts. So, so, well, that threw me off. So here's the thing. I mean, you have all these women hitting you up all the time. I wouldn't even have time to train. I wouldn't be able to be a fighter. I, I, I would experience, you know, the women. Uh, you keep it all together somehow. So God bless you. Not me. You're better than me. Um, it, it, it's the opposite though. When it, when it's fight camp, like now, like I'm super boring. Like I, I leave the house to train a couple times a day. And otherwise I'm like home eating, sleeping, recovering, and then back to the same thing. Like I don't go out, I don't have any fun. So it, uh, it makes it a little easier to, to be focused on, yeah. on the important things. Let, let's, let's uh, ex explore that for a minute. So you're now with a woman who's also a bare knuckle fighter. I always like to ask bare knuckle couples this. That, that's got to be an easier relationship than somebody that's not a bare knuckle fighter. She understands a little more, but that could also maybe be annoying because you're so immersed in it. Uh, which is it for you? <laughs> no, it's, it's been good, man. She's, uh, she's been helpful because she's also like her, her other full-time gig aside from fighting is she's like a nutritionist wow. and she helps uh, you know, train people, get them in, uh, the shape they want to be in body composition, stuff like that. Dig it. So I'm kind of like, I always eat like crap, to be honest <laughs> with you. Um, I've kind of been like blessed with those good lean jeans to where I don't really put on weights. Uh, but she's able to help make some adjustments for me and, uh, eat a little healthier. What do you need? Like an eight but, pack rather than a six pack? No, a 25 pack. She's going to help you with that. That's awesome. Good for her. That's good for Listen, you. Some, <laughs> some, some of us might we're a little vain. Right? <laughs> so let's talk about your fight, man. We'll get back to the, we'll get back to everything else in a little while. But Jomi, Jomi Escoboza, seven and zero, three knockouts from what I can tell, undefeated young sensation. Let's talk honestly here. How do you rate him as a fighter? Uh, he's good, man. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not uh, thinking that this will be an easy win by any means, but I do think it's a very attainable win. Um, you know, like I, I remember you and I, uh, I think we, I think you talked about it on the show a while back, all my previous opponents, including this one, everybody has always been undefeated going into a fight with me. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, all my wins have come by first round knockout. So, uh, everybody's got to lose. Three fights on our free view. You know and then I mean? So, hey, Jeff Houston, uh, uh, briefly join us. <laughs> Sean, I think it was Sean. Was that? Is that Sean? Sean was here. Special guest Sean, by Sean. Sorry. Uh, so, so you've you've faced undefeated fighters. You're saying, and you've come in and, and you've you've made well in your promises there. A lot of times when that happens. So another undefeated one lining up for Jared Warren, who I believe you're one of the hardest hitters in bare knuckle fighting championship. We've seen that in your fights. What's that feel like, dude? I'll never know to just blast somebody like that. Hard, clean shot. Do you feel like amazing for a minute? Like you've like full of alpha male energy. It is kind of the best feeling in the world to straight, just crack somebody and see the results of it. When you see somebody just like fall down, you know what I mean? You're like it's, I did what I was supposed to do. There you go. Um, yeah, there is a, there is a, uh, an addictive quality to it for sure. Of course. Now we're seeing some of Jomi fighting. I don't know if you can see it on screen. And, and the thing about Jomi, a very talented young man, he, he's, he's got this, this wacky, strange, awkward jab, right? You know about the jab and it seems mm. to really work for him. Um, how do you counter the jab? How are you going to? Uh, same thing as anything else, man, head movement, footwork, timing, um, like I said, he he puts a lot of stock in it. He's he's obsessed with his jab, but I'm not obsessed with his jab. Just one more one more little punch to get out of the way. 
There you go, man. And you guys both are sharing a win over Zion Tomlinson, right? So yeah, that, he's got to be hating life right now. All the, <laughs> all the promos, all the promos are just going to be showing him. So. Hold on, hold on. Can, can I pull? Up? I have a question. Yeah, I make pause for a second. So I always think of that. You brought that up. When you're a fighter, now you don't lose a lot, but when you get that one loss and constant highlight reels, I mean, do you guys talk about the gems? Do you guys bust bust them a little bit? If if you see some one of your teammates, you make them feel better. You just ignore it. How do you handle that when you see the promos of someone you know just getting knocked out? No. Um... Well, I don't think anybody from not from shift my MMA. Crew, no way. Yeah, I don't think about and <laughs> like you know, there, there's been a couple couple of valiant losses here and there, but no one's gotten KO'd yet, thankfully. Um, but yeah, I, I know like personally, like uh, there was a, a promo runner for a while, and it would always show like show like one of the times of like like Josh Dyer like hit me and kind of like threw me down type thing, and uh, that one doesn't even count as like a real knockdown, but in the and the highlight reel looks like I got, you know, yeah. got knocked down real good. And, you know, he had that that recent fight. So with, should uh, have that. With, 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 with uh, Dakota. And, uh, you know, his, his other BKFC fight was with Lorenzo, and that one didn't go his way. So yeah. I knew all the promo highlights of him coming up was going to be my fight with him. I'm like, here we go. Hey, but, man, uh, maximize your minutes. You're on TV at least, right? You still people yeah. know who you are. They know what a fight you yeah. are. So you guys, all, you guys, you guys share the, the journey, man. Yeah. Yep. You guys share the same opponent. My question was going to be, is there something different that you saw in his fight versus Zion versus your fight that you're taking away or, or something in his game plan that you plan on exploiting, <clears throat> which you would probably gladly share your game plan with us. Well, man, I just, I kind of look at it as, you know, um, that's our only apples to apples. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like Zion dropped him once. Um, he went the better part of part of four rounds before what looked like him gassing out, um, and then me and Zion went about sixty seconds. So it kind of gives me a positive spin to me. I think it seems like a good thing. Um, Absolutely. And how do you how do you find that shift? How do you find that second gear, that third gear from going? You're easy to speak with. You're you know obviously you're you're a great guy in and outside of the ring, but turning that primal instinct into training i'm dialed in it's fight time where does that come from it's a. I mean i think it's innate for a lot of us but um just from from over the years of doing it you know when it's when it's when it's go time it's game time mm -hmm. uh nobody nobody that's watching cares about any excuses you might have in the back of your head you know people like oh i didn't get to you know warm up enough or some bullshit um Nobody cares. It's like you have you're in there. You know we're all getting we're getting paid uh, well for this, and uh, you're doing a job. And it's like no one wants to hear your excuses. They just want you to go and do the job. So you got to turn off your own BS if you have any going on, and uh, go in there and, and get the work done. So I want to talk about you're saying you go and do your job. Your other job we've spoken about this before. You're a firefighter. Thank you for your service. Thank you for doing that, man. Because uh, not everyone would do that. We need guys like you, mm -hmm. but. How does this translate? So you come back from a fight. Hopefully you're not too busted up. I mean, does your fire chief or whoever's in charge, they know what you do. Do you have to take time off from your <laughs> firefighter job? Do you go right back into work? When you save somebody out of a burning building and they see your face if it's beat up, are they like, oh, they, you know, what, what happens? <laughs> um, <laughs> the only time I have to take, take a break um, post-fight is, you know, if I have like some stitches in, those have to come out before you can go back in. Um, other than that, like I have gone to work plenty of times with, with black eyes and such. 
And uh, sometimes patients, they give you, they give you the look and a little something was going on. I'm like, yeah, I was talking back. I'm sorry. What happens. You know what I mean? And, this is what it took uh, to get here. Just kind of All right, man. We love, we love some of the trash talking. You're obviously an extremely nice guy. Is there anyone in the division that just rubs you the wrong way that you would love to get a crack at? If so, the form is yours. We'd love to hear it. Oh, yeah. Um, not that rubs me the wrong way, um, but there's right now I'm, I'm, I'm fifth, uh, for light heavyweight in the rankings. And there's a couple guys ahead of me, which would be, uh, you know, uh, Joe Diesel Riggs, me and him, uh, Yuli Diaz. We all share like a very similar, um, record right now. And I think they're both, both good guys, both good fighters. Um, they're just, they're just in front of me. So that would be the next natural progression. Um, Dave Mundell's in first right now, but we train together. We're buddies, so I'm not. I'm not calling him out. Uh, <laughs> but if you so had yeah, to fight him, you'd fight that, him. If that we just fight saw that was... with Yuli and Francesco, same thing. I mean, if that was a fight, that's a fight that you would take. You guys wouldn't say no, would you? I don't know, man. He's he's like there's 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 training partners, and then there's guys who you feel like you've known long enough to where they're kind of like no, they're actually pretty good friends, you know. And uh, uh, I don't know. Me and Dave are pretty tight. We trained together for a while, so. I think it would be like too weird. And plus, honestly, like even though this fight is at 185, he's more focused on the 175 division. So I don't, I don't foresee it being a problem. But uh, yeah, any of the other guys, I'm uh, down for the get down. All right. Well, I mean, Rob, do you have anything else for our nah, good man, buddy here? Because it. I appreciate before, your time. Yeah, I just want to end with a quote again from you can look on the app. The great article about you. It says this one isn't going to decision. I got that out of my system with my last fight. It's not going to happen again. I, I picture you saying this. Like, and then uh, it says, it's finish or bust. That's the only yeah. way I want to win. Is that how you said it? <laughs> uh, but, but, I tried my best WWE voice. Ah. Um, yeah, man. I, I, I'm not smooth enough to, uh, to call which round, but... Um, if anything within my power, it's not going to go the distance. Yeah. You knew where I was going with that. I was going to get you to predict the finish. So you, you've known me too long. Uh, but but I, if you had to predict the gun to your head, where does it finish? How does it finish? I said, you, you said you're not going to, but I'm going to make you. If you had a gun to your head right now. Um, it's going to be me hitting him right in the FUPA. And uh, I don't know, let's say, let's say second round. That's right. Second right. round, why not? Why not? All right. One of the nicest guys in bare knuckle fighting championship, Captain Deadpool. Where can you buy the merch, Captain Deadpool? Is that for sale? I might, I might put one of them on my back. One of those tees. Yeah, man. Yeah, we got them. We got them. Uh, we got them available. I got a link on uh, my Instagram. So it's uh, C-A-P-T dot dead underscore pool. Anybody, uh, you know, open follow me in there. Shoot me a DM and uh, we'll get one shipped out to you. It all goes down in the awesome, DMs, man. including sure T-shirts. Check them out else. online, guys. <laughs> yeah. Hey, good luck with the fight. I uh, hope you have a great fight. Hope you're safe. Thank and you. uh, Thanks for coming on, man. Awesome, man. Look forward to seeing you guys this week. Take you care, too, brother. Man. Thank See you, you very much. See you. All right, there he goes. The captain captain Deadpool, the captain. And Brian. Oh, captain, my captain. <laughs> Dude, if you go down and I gotta run this show by myself, oh, this Captain, is gonna go to zero Captain. subscribers really fast. <laughs> so turn Rob, you turn his resident tomato here. All right, so uh, I am a big fan. I mean, I'm a big fan of all these guys, all the women for what they do. They they put this entertaining mm -hmm. fights on for us. But it, what a wonderful guy he pop is. Open my can. You want to pop it open? Yeah. I'll pop one open. Should I just chug it? Oh, I thought yours was open no, already, I'll chug man. It with you. Let's chug it. Or did you have? Is this your second one? I had three cups of coffee already today, oh, and now I'm on my, my Nerd Focus. Our new sponsor, Nerd Focus. Yeah, big Let's shout out to our amazing sponsors over at Nerd Focus. Named after Rob. Mm -hmm. Nerd Focus. 
No, I'm just a, I'm just a nerd. <laughs> I've got no focus. Yeah, I don't have much focus. There is no focus. Wow, man, board. what a you got some uh, you got some digging on him. Hannah Crystal Pittman, huh? I, I got no focus. Well, well, let's get yeah. back to the show here. You <laughs> well, got more focus than I do. TMZ's man gonna be cracking at the door, dude. That's, that's yeah, another power that couple. A, yeah, I don't know if that was a well-known thing, okay. but it was funny because when he called me, he's like, well, you you're put on, him on speaker, blast now. You're on speaker, and Crystal Pittman is here as well. So I was like, oh, two two people that I like. This is great. So congrats to them. I guess mm-hmm. on being a couple. Let's let's see. I really believe that. Uh, I talked to Joey and Britton about that when they got together. Mm-hmm. I really believe that if you're with somebody. Uh, it harkens back to my pro wrestling days. Two different things. But if you're with yep. somebody that understands the business and understands what you go through to get to where you need to go, it's in any business. I feel like that could help you. Or it could hurt you. That's why I asked him that because it could be too immersive. Yeah, I mean, that's an old boxing thing. I want to, you know, if Dave's in the uh, the green room, if he can uh, chime in on this, how uh, they say ladies make the legs weak. I was going to ask women right? weaken legs. Didn't yes. they say it in Rocky? Yes. You would know that, Rocky. Yeah. Now, apparently during like the old school, they'd... Um, a stain is that the word? I'm abstain. Looking? Abstain. Yeah, yeah exactly. No stain is what like happens your on the floor. To take a punch more than but, but anything. Hold on, hold on. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, well, no, because this was. A, I was going to make a dumb joke. Oh. A stain is what goes on the floor when you're not abstaining. Ah. You know what I mean? so, so that's how you remember that. So, Dave, what would you say? Because you know boxing very well. And it's more so your ability to take a punch. It's actually almost gives really? you more energy, from what I've heard. So um, I was actually, Dave, from what I've heard, and I, I've heard that if you don't, uh, if you don't have sex, if you don't mm-hmm. masturbate, whatever you do, whatever you're into, uh, the longer you abstain from that, your testosterone goes up like 30%, 30% or something every week. I don't know if that's fake. Is that real? I heard you test, you get more, well, they say. We know you got low T then. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I think everyone, hey man, I'm trying, do I have low T? I'm trying to think the last time that happened for me. Mm-hmm. Do you know? What's that? Last time you, you rub one out, man. <laughs> On the drive over here, homie. Oh! <laughs> no, I, I think let's not go down that road. I think that um, yeah, we're getting sent. We're yeah, getting, we're, we're getting yeah, we're being getting kicked off. Right, we, no no one does that. HR would like to have a chat. I know. <laughs> no one does that. Yeah, no one does that. Well, this is I'm using the proper terms. I'm not calling it gunning. Yeah, so that's the. I guess we're we're kind of divided on that. Whether it provides more energy, whether anybody in the chat, let us know because I feel like everything I've heard, Rob, we are divided because I don't know. I truly, I feel like that makes you women weak in legs. Means if you're out, a your mind. Too, because you know you love your girlfriend or whatever, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. might tell you something that your trainer wouldn't tell. Oh, it's okay. You can skip this time. You know, guys are influenced by that. Well, we talked about this before. Does that take that edge away? You know, are you softer? You know, you're in a relationship. So, 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 you're you're quote unquote settled down versus the hungry fighter that's just you know grinding well, it out and just. I asked Joey that Joey mm-hmm. Beltran that about Britain uh, when they first got together, and he said, "Anybody that thinks that I can't fight better now that I'm happier." He said he wasn't as happy before. It just made him feel a little better. That was when they got together before they were even married or anything. So, I mean, I do think there's something to it. I think that uh, not so much being happier, but I would guess, again, I can other businesses, I've never had a relationship in mm-hmm. Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship except for with you, and it's delightful, uh, Rob. But uh, but uh, I, I would <laughs> – thank you, buddy, BFF. So I, I think that uh, it would kind of help – because again, you know what that person is grinding through when they feel down. Because look, everybody, look, everyone's an alpha male and alpha, isn't such thing as an alpha female? I don't know. But they're yes, all tough yes, people yeah. in this mm-hmm. industry. So they don't always let their emotions be felt. They don't always, if they're feeling down, they're not going to say that. Well, you can share that with your girlfriend. You're more mm-hmm. open with her or your wife. Now you can talk. Well, I felt this way one time too before. Here's what I did. 
You know, yeah, we need some data to support this, man. All I know is let's keep track. My of man Tiger Woods. Oh, my man Tiger Woods. Well, he was doing his thing. Well, I guess it's the opposite, man. He was running around town like a madman, and his wife found out, bashed every window out. Yeah, yeah he, he he wasn't the same since, man. My man was not the same since. Little Tiger Woods. But you know, uh, yo, they can. It's up here. It's yeah, so much up here. The sport and sports in general and everything is upstairs. So if you're in a great relationship and everything's going well and you're in a mentally great spot, I think you'll better at whatever that profession is, especially when it comes to uh, combat sports. And if you both margin, enjoy it, right? They the always, margin of error is just, there is none. Yeah, you know, they, one slip and... You're done. Yeah, it's good night. But, but I think that at the same time, it's also like you enjoy it, right? And not only have somebody supporting you, but you have somebody else that is immersed in it and enjoys it as much as you do. So I feel like that would help me. That'd be all I'd be mm-hmm. talking about. But again, that can go the other way too. We'll see. I don't know. We're going to keep track of all the bare knuckle couples, couples and see how the relationships go. And we should have like a board of bare knuckle couples and like cross them out when they break up. If they break and do, up. They then do a meta analysis yeah, of do like a hard how they are when they're in a relationship and out of a relationship. Well, you had, I'll tell you, you had Isaac Doolittle and uh, Jessica Link, I think, or, or, or were in a relationship. Okay. Am I making that? I hope I'm not. I, I'm pretty sure that's true. That's good, man. That's, that's <laughs> not starting the rumors. Hour. There we go. <laughs> I got all the gossip for you. But, you know, it's interesting for me to see that. So mm-hmm. we're supposed supposed to have a uh, kid Gotti coming on man he's running awesome, late dude. he's running late what's Undefeated, he doing man somebody text- what's his what's his status oh i'm running early yeah that was 12 30 what's his status <laughs> what's, what's his status on um uh, the relationship world. Who? Do we know? Kid Gotti? He's undefeated, well, so fu- something's working right. right? <laughs> he's he got must- a baby on the way. Yeah, he's got a baby on the way. So maybe they'll okay. have to ask him when he calls in. Go. Because if he has a baby, and I, I'm assuming it's his own baby, mm-hmm. assuming it wasn't like some kind of, assuming he made the baby uh, physically. <laughs> what, in a factory? Bro? I would, I would, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yo, Give me the leg. Somebody call the leg department. I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask him when he comes on. I always wonder this because I've never been a champion of anything mm-hmm. except maybe, um, um, I don't know. What's it called? Badminton. I don't know. Horseshoes. So I my, my 1990 basketball trophy. That's that's about it. You play basketball? Ah, it was horrible. <laughs> I was I was a great I was a great defensive player, but I was I think I made three points in one season, but they all oh, were in a championship you, game. There you go. Yeah, my dad matters, was man. my dad was the coach in 1990. He wouldn't even start his own son. That's how bad I was. <laughs> and I had that conversation with him recently, he laughed in my face because he knew I was right. Nice. So I wonder uh if I'm champion and I know that I'm going to procreate and I know that I know that I'm going to. Uh, this you know. podcast is all Not, about the sex yeah, today, how this folks. <laughs> but if I am, I'm going to wear my title as I'm doing it. That way, my child will be a champion too. I would think, right? There I mean, that's, I'll ask him while wearing time. your jeans. Pass on better jeans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, our ratings are going down. <laughs> what jeans you wearing? You rocking the Levi's, the Wranglers, ones, baby, the Canyon River Blues. <laughs> I like some tight around the crotch area. All right, now we let's move on. So uh, BKFC. Fight Night Tampa 2 coming right. up. And one of the guys that, uh, look, I, I yelled out for him. He's, he's right on time. I feel a complete jerk. I had the time wrong. He had it right. Ass, man. Jared Kidd, Gotti Grant about to join in here. Excited to talk to him. We have so many questions. I don't know if he heard some of this, but I'm going to start off with him. Where are you at, Kid Gotti? Are you here? He's in the virtual. There he is. What's there up? There he is. What's up, buddy? There he is. I got the OnlyFans, hey, man. rocking the OnlyFans. You don't have an yeah, OnlyFans, do you? One, Rob, one of my new sponsors. One of my new sponsors. <laughs> so that you have that to... goes directly into what we were just talking about. Yeah, let's it's... talk. Good transition. Yeah. So uh, we're going to talk all about your fight in a minute, but we got off on something completely different. So we've noticed we just talked to Jared Warren, the other Jared fighting on the card, and he's dating Crystal Pittman, we found out, the rugged beauty, okay? So then we started looking at bare-knuckle couples, and if you don't mind us asking or telling you about it, that you are – with somebody who's not in the bare knuckle community, and apparently Evan told us, I didn't know this. Congratulations, you have a child on the way. 
Yes, I do. My hey. first son. Congratulations, oh, right, brother, man. September. September, September man. Right around September the corner. September what? What's September the due date? September 11th. Oh, okay. Well, look, man. September, great month. My wife was born in September. I'm sure your son's going to be awesome. I'm not going to ask the name because I never gave names. It's less than a month away, man. Oh, oh, my God. That is. Dude, that is. It. Yeah, I named, him, I named him after me. He'll be Jared Third. Jared nice, the man. third man I love it nice. so God bless brother so do yep. you as a fighter this is what we were talking about we're trying to get to the bottom of this we've heard it in Rocky we've heard people say women weak in legs what does that yeah. mean does that mean dating them is bad uh, I mean uh having relations with them what does it mean I mean I could tell you I could tell you a story that I had when I was in the amateurs I I was in a national tournament in Georgia and uh I kind of you know I guess you could say weak in my legs the day before the fight <laughs> and then uh I went in and I got the second, the third round knockout. So I mean, I didn't feel tired. I felt relaxed. I mean, but that's I don't know if that's because I was younger or you know I was like 18 years old, hmm. and but I you know I did I did it before the fight and uh, you know I got the third round knockout at nationals. So when I was in the amateurs, wow. so I never tried it. I never tried it in the professionals. Now I kind of take everything a little more serious and just stick to you know what my coach says and he says you know wow. just kind of stay away from it for the fight. So I just do yeah. that and I don't want to take any chances in the pros. You know. If the great Absolutely. Ryan Perez is telling you to stay away from yeah. something, I would listen to him. And we've talked about this yeah. before. Let's kind of transition into Ryan that you brought him up. Uh, I, I want to talk about this here. I feel like Ryan has become very influential in the bare knuckle world. Uh, and, and you were the first guy that I met Ryan through. And uh, yeah. it's like your custom auto. I mean, we talked about this before. That was fair to say, right? Yeah, he is. He is like that. Yeah. I mean, who had such an influence on Mike Tyson that for some reason you don't know who he is. And I could see it from day one. Uh, the matter of fact, I remember talking to Ryan saying, this kid's built for bare knuckle. Ryan was all excited. He was, he was pumping you up. Ryan treats you like you're his own son, I feel like, too. I mean, that's fair to say, right? Oh, he does. He does. Like I said, uh, he, I met him when I was 17 years old. He took me under his wing. He, he, I remember he paid for my first boxing shoes. My boxing trunks. He took me throughout the whole amateurs. He paper. He he took me under his wing and he guided me all the way up to the top to Europe. So, so was, you're uh, remind me if I'm wrong here. Correct if I'm wrong. You're 24 now, right? Yes. And when you won the title, the interim title, you were 23. When you debuted, you were 20 uh, or 19. 21. I think I was 21. No, nah, you weren't 20. Yeah. Were you 21? Because I didn't think I you were going to have to drink. I, was like, I think I was 21 or 22. I think I was 22 or 21. So you were for a long time the youngest guy. Now you're one of the youngest, which is kind of cool. But you are the youngest interim Bantamweight champion, youngest yeah, champion I, we've I, ever I, had. I am the youngest champion, yes. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about You have your title there close by? Uh, I have it in the room. I do. Uh, last time I brought it out. But, yeah, uh, yeah, well, I, I, you made a comment. Um I guest hosted a show called Sports Grid, uh, excuse me, a station called Sports Grid that we're on because uh, the guy was out and we'd done an interview on there. And it, it struck me that you reached right out of the um, the frame of the camera and you held it up and you said it very seriously. You said, I am not the interim champion. I am the real champion. I am the true champion. I am, I am the true champion. I am the, uh, the, the real champion um, because, you know, when you're the champion, how do you take a whole year to defend your belt, you know? And then me, I'm defending my belt after, what, two, three months of me fighting just in New York. You know, that's what a real champion does. So I am the real champion. I, I said that, yeah, I said this to Brian. I said, I, I don't know why he's taking this gamble. And I called it a gamble. I, there's no reason for you to even defend that belt. You know, why not wait for, you know, what, Bedford to, you know, get better. So, you know, let us know. Let the fans know. You 
the easy route would have been to just just wait, right? But you're taking a very tough fight in Reggie Barnett Jr. Why take this fight? Why? Okay, let me ask you a question. Why is uh, why am I? Why is Reggie my toughest fight? Why am I not Reggie's toughest fight? That is a good you know, point. I'm Reggie's toughest fight. That is a good you point. Know? I don't think Reggie has never fought somebody like me with my youth, with my skill, with my speed. You know, Reggie knows what it is. He knows. He sees. He's seen me fight before. He sees the way I train. He sees what coach I have. I think he knows what he's getting himself into. You know, so I, I'm Reggie's toughest fight. Reggie's not going to be my toughest fight. I don't think so, at least. Of all the people that you've faced, uh, I believe you and Reggie, Travis Thompson, I mean, he went the right. distance with Travis Thompson's uh, BKFC 1, if I'm not mistaken. They went the yeah. distance, and you put on an absolute clinic against Travis Thompson. Take nothing away from the uh, the animal himself. Great fighter. You put on an absolute clinic. Your last performance a very skilled Anthony Reddick, extremely tall. Oh, How reach. did you overcome that? I mean, that that was a huge, huge discrepancy in height. I, 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 I want to go further with that. Sorry, Jared. On short notice, uh, you took that fight on short. He took it on short notice. Mm -hmm. You did too. You were preparing for something else, right? Yeah, I was preparing for. First, I was preparing for Johnny. Then I was possibly preparing for Reggie. Then you know, and by the time we got ready, it was already last minute. We were already like, all right, let's just, we just took it and we were just going to roll with it. You know, but Ryan, like I said, Ryan studied him quick and Ryan came up with a game plan fast. So, and we, you know, we did what we had to do to get the win. So Ryan tells me sometimes before the fight, I've told Jared this before too, you guys kind of predict what's going to happen. And then it goes, the game plan goes exactly mm -hmm. like he said. I'm going to get your prediction in a minute, but I want to talk about the Anthony Reddick fight again for a second. Uh, you made a comment to me, and I want this comment to go everywhere. I think we've also talked yeah. about this before, that you went to decision, your face was busted up. I mean, you're a pretty guy. The women don't want to see this face busted up. You're the guy that combs your hair after you win. You know what I mean? You want to look good for the cameras. Why did you feel so good about getting busted up? Because it's bare knuckle. Like, you gotta, you got to get the full experience of it, you know? Like, you're going to do bare knuckle fighting. What do you expect? To get cut up and stuff like that. I mean, clearly nobody wants to do that. I'm not, I'm not going in there wanting to get cut up. But I'm glad I got the experience, so now I know what it feels like, you know? Because once you know what it feels like, it's not, um, you don't, you don't have to be surprised, oh, if you're, you're gashed or you're bleeding everywhere, you know? Like, you know, you've got the, the experience, so now you could, be, you could be a little bit more calmer and be like, okay, I've been through this before. It's just all about the experience, you know? So if it ever does happen again. Yeah, definitely. You learn from that. You continue to move on. Reddick, a hard guy to get inside on. You kept trying. And I'll tell you, when I saw them strap the title around you, again, I've known you from the beginning when you started in Bare Knuckle, and it, it made me feel good to see how hard you worked. And that was a very special moment for you. What was going through your mind when you won the interim title? I was like, I made history. That's what I wanted. I mean, that's what I always told you, that I wanted to make history. I wanted to become the youngest champion, and I did it, you know? You sure did. Now, let's talk about the fight coming up this Saturday. Here you are, man. This is going to be a huge fight. Main event. Love it. So And look, and, and just look. Look, Reddick is 6'4". I'm 5'6". Like, what other guy you see boxing Reddick like that? You know? And he's 6. Like, look how I'm backing up. I'm jabbing. I'm, I'm touching him. Like, even though, like, slipping him, countering him. Like, I mean, what other guy you know in the division would, is doing that to a guy like that? You know? Nobody. That's the, yes. I mean, that's, that's, that's the real that's, answer. I know that's that's you, that's that just shows you my level. And that was a last minute fight I took on such a tall guy. And I was able to just, on, on a dime, you know, 
adapt and, and outbox him. Yeah, you're extremely adaptive. I noticed that in that fight as well. And and with the fight with Reggie, I mean, you'll adapt if you need to. But where do you rate Reggie? Like, where do you rate him That's as a fighter? Be my question. Listen, Reggie, Reggie, Reggie's a good fighter. You know, he he goes in there. He uh he you know he's uh clearly has heart because even when he's got dropped by Bedford, uh, he still got up and fought. So that just shows he has heart. Um, I'm not trying to take nothing away from him. I just don't. I personally don't think he's on my level. I don't think uh, he's as tough as me, as fast as me, as strong as me. I don't think he's as hard as me. I mean, I, I know I, I know for a fact I hit 10 times harder than Bedford. So if Reggie's going down when Bedford touches him, you can imagine what's going to happen when I touch him. It's a great way of looking at it. What is the game plan? So it, it sounds like you guys do ex extreme amount of studying. There's a lot of footage You're on always Reggie. Correct. He has always a correct. Depth, uh, a huge depth of footage on his fights. Is there something something that you can speak out loud about that you've noticed his tendencies oh. that are easily, you know, something that you have, you and your coach and your team have found? Well, I can't speak on too much because, you know, we're on TV right now. Sure. We'll be giving out a lot of stuff. But I could just say that, you know, uh, uh, southpaws, you know, they can't fight on their back foot, you know. Got it. Uh, they can't fight going backwards. They're not very good at it. And we've seen Reggie when Bedford's pushing him back. He's not very, you know, he's not very effective. And we've, so, um, yeah, we've seen you, you've seen you fight different styles. So Brandon yeah. Lambert was extremely calculated, almost like you went in knowing that he was going to gas himself out and then you poured it on Travis Thompson. You just, you look like an absolute yeah. different fighter. You right. looked hyper aggressive. I go, I go, I go based off the, the fight. I know like within the first 30 seconds, I, I know how to figure the fighter out. Wow. As soon as that first 30 seconds is for 60 seconds, I already know what's about to happen. And I already know how to fight him. And I know, I know you're not full of it because I'm telling you, I keep repeating it over and over again, but the way that you guys constantly would mm -hmm. tell me before a fight, what was going to happen. And then it happens. So that brings me to my next piece that I want to ask you here. You predicted, I know Ryan's not there with you, so I'm not going to hold you to this until we get Ryan's read yeah. on this when you guys are together. But when you shut your eyes, visualize the fight, I always ask this question. Where do you see it going? How's it go? So, like I, so I have a thing where I don't really put the pressure on. I let Ryan do that, but I don't put the pressure on myself of saying I'm gonna knock this down the fourth round, fifth round, um, because I just go in there and if it happens, it happens. But I just know that I'm gonna get the win. But I could say that I am. I don't plan on it going more than three to four rounds. All right, that would be the first. If you do that, yeah. you will make history. But the first fighter stopping Reggie Barnett yeah, Jr. We'll see what I mean. I, we're gonna tune in and see. I'm looking forward to. It. Can he see what's on the screen right now? Can you see what's on screen as far as the fight? Yeah, I can see it. So I can see it. Let's I talk. Watched, I, watched, I watched all Reggie's fights. Take us I through this. Everything, I watched everything about him. Let's talk about this, I, what you're seeing. You analyze it. Um, I mean, Abby, I mean, Abby's, uh, he's not a, he's not a great fighter himself. You know, I mean, he, he's always backed up. He's easy. Look how Reggie, see Reggie's effective when he's going forward, you know, um, but clearly he's not fighting a real aggressive guy. Like, you know, we see what happens when like Bedford puts that aggression on, that pressure on what happens. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, he got the win over Abby. I mean, that's good, but it's not, it's not against a guy like me. You know, I have, I have the skills, I have the, the aggression, the pressure. I come forward. Uh, you know, Abby didn't really do that. You see how Abby's just running around the ring, didn't really throw punches at him. So it was more like a punching back to Reggie. Yeah, you're definitely you're not Abby. Uh, you're Jared Kid Gotti Grant, and we know yeah. you got the nickname. Awesome, and yeah. it suits you so well. Uh, I, I mean, I'm excited. BKFC.com. You can grab the app. 
four ninety nine a month. Make sure you watch this fight. You've heard me say it a million times, but this is a fight that uh, I'm very much looking forward to. The whole card is going to be a lot of fun. Excited for yeah. another, for a main event. Congratulations on that, and uh, we're looking forward to a good fight. Absolutely, thank man. You, thank you so much. Appreciate that. Hey, I have one more question for you. Uh, so I've noticed this, and I couldn't do it, but you somehow rock it, and you look cool. Do you shave the? Do you shave your own lines in your eye? The vanilla ice. Do you shave the own own lines? No, I, 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 have, I have my barber do it. My Are you afraid it won't that. grow back? No, it'll grow back. It's I fun. I might. <laughs> yo, maybe maybe when I ship the tampa, I have some lines in there. You think it would work on me? I'll help you do it. I'll Get the hell out of here. All right, all right. That's what everybody heard it. If, if Jared Grant wins. He's he getting to say shave that. two lines in the brow. I didn't say that. So, I heard it. In so, the ring. Jared heard it. So, in the so, ring. So I'll tell. You, I'll do anything for bare knuckle fighting championship. Maybe not that though. So I'll tell you. I knew a guy, uh, X Pac. He was a wrestler. He fell asleep on a bus and they shaved one of his eyebrows off. So now when you look in the mirror, he has one eyebrow and the other one's still there. You have to decide, do I draw it on? Do I? He shaved it off. And when they made his action figure, he was going to photos the next day. He's got no eyebrows. So you can look it up online. It's hilarious. But I like it. I dig it. You look cool. I look like a complete moron with that. Somehow you can rock it. And I'm looking forward to your fight. I know Rob is as well. Thank you as always, champ, for coming on and giving the time. And, and uh, I guess, wait, have you heard anything about Johnny Bedford? When's that fight going to happen? I was going to say, that was going to be my closing question. I haven't, I haven't really heard anything, to be honest with you. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I'm not really worried about him no more. If he wants to come fight me, I mean, I'm the best right now. If he ever wants to spot back, he has to come fight me. So I ain't chasing him. You got to come get me. That's are, Jared and, Grant. And, there he goes. And Jared, are you looking again? Uh, you know, I said it again. I said it earlier. I want to say it again. You didn't have to take this fight. You obviously stepped up and you'll fight anybody. Is there anyone else in the division, whether it's Bedford or Dat? Is there anyone else that you have your eyes set on or all fighters? That new one. Uh, I'll fight that new one. Ooh. And I'll beat them, and I and I think I'll beat them bad. Like not surprised. I think I'll piece them up real bad. I saw what I listen. I seen what I could do to him in sparring, and uh, let me tell you something. Uh, that one will get pieced up if he fights me. I love how we book matches here on the on the show. I love it. I love it. Well, look, yes. look. At, I, I love this. I'm super gonna, listen, guys, listen. What? This is what I'm going to tell you. Just like I told you when I was like 21, 22 years old, I was going to come check. I'm just going to take out all the 135ers until there's nobody left. And then <laughs> Dave is going to have to go bring somebody from the UFC or boxing or somewhere to come give me a challenge. I'm just going to take out all the 135ers. Uh, That's I why I don't care. I'm going to fight whoever it is. Whoever they, whoever they give me, I'm just going to sign the contract and get all, get all of them out of there. You know, that's no BS either. This guy just, he does. They put it in front of his side. It's pretty crazy. So I love your, you're very calm. You're very confident. Jared Grant. I mean, you can't beat that. You, you're like a serial killer. You just say, I'm going to do this and it will be done. Yeah. I was going to take out all the 135 until there's nobody left. And then I don't know. They're going to have to figure something out to whoever, whoever else can fight me. All right. Well, dude, we're looking forward to it. I don't respond to uh, producers in my ear yelling things at me, but uh, I will in this case. I appreciate you. You're the man. Congratulations Thank on the main event. We'll see you soon, okay? Take care. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me on. You're welcome. Right. For some reason, Evan wanted me to wrap that interview up. I don't know why. I don't know why. I mean, he probably has stuff to do. He probably wants to get out of here. He's got a lot to do. Uh, so you heard it there. He'll fight anyone, anytime. Just clean out the division. Those are some big names. He he has a, he's champ. He's champ for a reason. Yep. He's undefeated. He looks absolutely amazing. Reggie Barnett Jr., though, I think BKFC is OG. his biggest challenge to date and vice versa. He didn't agree with you. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't, he didn't agree. He took it a task. He didn't. He, yeah, he didn't agree with me. I think Reggie Barnett Jr. is his biggest challenge to date. And for Reggie Barnett Jr., 
this may be his biggest challenge to date as well. I don't want to take anything away. Uh, you know, Bedford is the champ. Yeah. Right? Well, so, not according to Jared. <laughs> Jared's saying, no, I'm the champ. He's not fighting. I mean, where are we at with this? Yeah, maybe you got to, man, we got some, we got some drama. Yeah, we, we got some drama in the 135 division for sure, but he's, he's that's a fight. A, this is an event you don't want to miss. No, you don't, dude. It's going to be a great, as always, they're always great. And and I think let's look at the top of the card for Tampa here we have on the screen. We'll start with the bottom fight, uh, the third one down. We'll go up to the main event. Uh, Dave Mundell versus David Simpson. Uh, of course, light heavyweight bout. Now, David Mundell is coming off a win in New York. I believe it was over Julian Lane. Mm -hmm. uh, I do not think that was the normal Julian Lane that we would normally see. I felt like he was holding back or something. Uh, not taking anything away from David Mundell. He's tough. He's a tough guy. But I didn't think that was the normal Julian Lane. But he's coming off a win. Uh, David Simpson coming off a TKO win uh, over... Uh, who was it over? Evan, help me. Jeff. It was Jeff Suter, right? So Simpson? Yeah. Didn't, who did he just fight? He's coming off a TKO win. I know because I remember. Wasn't I remember O'Shaughnessy. I'm going to look on the BKFC app. Oh, we're going to look on the all new. Ooh. See, maybe that was a little little trick to well, get. Well, we talked about we talked to Jared Warren about the lightweight division. That might be a fight that just has to happen. Whether you know the contracts might just have to come down to the light heavyweight. Jeff yeah. Sauter. Jeff Sauter. That's who it was. I thought so. And it was T T TKO. Um, so that'll be a fun fight to watch. I mean, this card is going to be an exciting card. And then if you look going up and you look. Uh, we know Jared Warren, Jomi Escoboza. Mm -hmm. We've talked about Jomi, or say Jomi Jared. We've talked about Jomi time and time again, uh, calling him the young sensation, but this is going to be the proof in the Well, we know what Jared's going to do. He said it today. He's not, he is not going to put it up to the judge's decision this time. He's going for the knockout. Yeah, after He's going time. straight for the knockout. And I believe that after last time. But, I mean, in saying that, does Jomi, Jomi, I feel like the guys in the women, they're always going for the knockout. But mm -hmm. now he's... Double time in it. Jared Warren wants that knockout. He's salivating for it. But Jomi's no joke, man. Jomi's got the, the height advantage, which, like we talked about in the interview, is a little weird because normally Jared's the guy standing at 6'1". It's towering over lightweights or at least staying there with him. Mm -hmm. And now 6'4", the weird jab that we got experienced uh, with, excuse me, that we had experience with uh, last time we saw Jomi fight Zion, that's going to be there too. Mm -hmm. I always like to see how that wonky jab is going to work, but it works so well for him. Wonky jab. Yeah, I don't know what to call it. I mean, he, it's Dude, there's strange. some jab. There's what some you say? The what? Goofy jab. The goofy jab? Very I call unique, it all kinds of names. Very unique stutter, uh, fighter styles across the uh, Stutter across files. The yeah, yes. stutter files. <laughs> See, we should drink before the show. Focus, uh, nerd. Yeah, 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 Got it. Go. So, uh, and we just spoke with uh, Jared Grant, of course. Uh, the interim champ there. He's going to be taking on Reggie Barnett, the educated hands. And that's a fight that I'm looking forward to as well. I mean, Reggie, it's good to see him back. I think his last fight was about a year ago. It was like in August. Mm -hmm. So it's great to see him back. And he's, as I keep jokingly calling him, but he is he's a BKFC OG. This guy has been with us since day one. Since BKFC one. Jared, the young blood who has started a couple of years ago. And just, I've watched him grind his way in the division, get to where he wants to go. He's pissed off calmly it seems like but he's a little annoyed at johnny bedford he's trying to show the world that he is the true champion so you're going to see the J the jared grant you normally see but you're going to see probably even more out of him because he's a kind of a chip on his shoulder i feel like and a little I bit i would have one a little bit i get well, barnett only has his only two losses are to bedford yeah i know right so now this is interesting right mm -hmm. i was looking at that too two losses to bedford rob so now once if Jared Kid Gotti Grant can get past Barnett. And he's he, looking for the stoppage. He will be the only fighter to ever ooh. stop him if done. What do you think? And then he's calling out Bedford. He's or, calling or out the whole division. Well, no, he's waiting for Bedford. He said it. 
Not me. He said it. Yeah. Bedford has to come to him now. He's not waiting on him. Whatever the contract is, he's signing it. He said, go out. After he defeats him, go out. Give me someone better. Go to the UFC. Go to these other organizations. Get another 135-er that would prov uh, provide a challenge for me. He said it. Strong words, man. But comes from a very capable guy. So Yes, he I'm backs it up, man. He backs and, it up, dude. Well, we'll find out after Saturday night if it's uh, he's going to continue to say things like that and see where the road's it's going It's popcorn ready, man. It's going to be fireworks. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I dig it. It's going to be a great fight. Looking forward to that. Uh, we have so much other great stuff coming up, Rob. You know, on after this fight, we're going to be in England. We're going to be in dun, London, England. Dun, 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 and the time, dun, dun. the time. Well, the time I believe is time. 1 p.m. Eastern uh, excuse me, Don't 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Somebody correct me on I that. I want to say it's two. I think on the website. I think I read that. I could be wrong, but we'll, we'll, we should know this stuff before it's we blurt it out. It's one. Well, I know it's 8 p.m. local time. No, it's 6 p.m. local time. 6 p.m. All right, Rob. I, you know what's funny, Dave? I knew when Rob was going to go down this road. I, I knew. I knew this is where we were going we to be more confused. I was than so relaxed. It was the drive over here that got me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's look at the London card. Uh, August 20th going down. It's going to be an amazing fight. Uh, a night of fights. Is, I mean, look at this. This is just the top of the card. It's the biggest card to Sam be. Shoemaker, heavyweight bout against Mick Terrell. We've talked about this numerous times. I finally get to see the Mick Terrell that I've heard so much about. Uh, he won't have any any uh, issues. Hopefully, he won't be sick. So I want to see that Rain Mick Terrell. Rain his backyard, Brian. It's going to be great. Mm -hmm. But Sam Shoemaker, Mr. America, kind of coming in. He'll have his, he'll have his American flag on and everything. So He's almost, representing, man. Yeah. He's representing. He Stars and stripes. Man. He needs this win. He had a rough one uh, last time. But I believe Sam's coming to fight. Sam's ready to go. And I think after that, knowing the kind of guy Sam is, after that last fight, anybody, but especially Sam, this is going to be a very important fight for him. And I, and I think he will also feel like he's representing the United States a little bit. It's going to be a well. test for him, for sure. This is going to be a test for him, for sure. It's going to be great. And then Connor Tierney, the rising star oh, in the waterweight bout against Joe Elmore. Big fan of Joe. Joe's the tough, one of the toughest guys in bare knuckle. Uh, he's never been knocked out. I say this every nope. time. When he one time, I feel like I always need to state this. Offered ten thousand dollars to anyone could find a video of him being knocked out somewhere. Will he be knocked out by Connor Tierney? Will it go the distance? I don't know, but I can tell you this: it's going to be an amazing fight. Connor Tierney, the way he fights is a thing of beauty. He's slick, and then you got Joe Elmore, good fighter. We talked about Muay Thai tough earlier. As nails. Joe you, has man. a Muay Thai background, from what I understand as well. So he's a tough guy, like you're saying, tough as nails. The dude bit through his tongue. He kept fighting. The dude had a had a gash in his head. Yelled at the doctor to, to Yo, keep let's going. get Joe on next week. What I'd do you say, to. man? I'd love. Uh, to I want to see on. that because I know he's fired up. I want to hear from him. Joe's Joe's a, definitely going to be a game opponent for Connor Tierney, and and I think that that's going to be a fun fight to watch, man. I, I've never seen a Joe Elmore fight that I didn't enjoy, and I've only Not seen all, Connor. Man. Once for us, and I saw him uh, like one or two other times in England, and uh, wow, that's going to be a fun fight. Then uh, another one that was recently signed, you have Paige Van Zant, the bantamweight bout, taking on Sharissa Sagala. Sharissa Sagala, if you're just tuning in, of course, that was her most famous thing she did in Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship was the opening of Knuckle Mania, our biggest show we had to that date, right? And her and uh, Taylor Sterling just went at it, fight Fighter went viral. Tyson Fury was talking about it. I mean, there was like Tons of punches thrown. I've never seen tons him like of heart, it. Man. That was tons insane. Of grit, dude. What an amazing bout. So Sharissa really needs this fight. It's going to help propel her, but Paige needs it as well. That's the interesting thing we were talking about earlier because with Paige, she's 0-2. I mean, she's 0-2. She got her feet wet then after Britain. We were like, well, maybe she, she got her Paige feet wet. Paige had some wars, man. There was, she's not a wimp. Just, you know, they weren't just, didn't just, go away. Yeah, they weren't just circling the ring for no, five she rounds. she fights. She got into ve two very, very legit wars. But she needs this win. 
Yes. Uh, you know, they both, everybody needs a win, but they need, she, she really does. And I think people are going to tune in and we've talked about whether her pro wrestling career in AEW and her website stuff that she's amping up and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Is that going to take away? Is that going to help? Cause it makes her in a way more relaxed. I don't know. Maybe mm -hmm. she's learned more from it. It'll be interesting to see. And the other one, big one here on the screen, you can see MVP, the Michael Venom fights. Yes. The super fight. Versus Platinum Mike Perry. It's MVP versus PMP. And you know what? It is the super fight of the summer. I say it over and over again. I think you said it's the fans that it's, it's the fight that fans didn't know they wanted, but now yeah. that it's here, they're like, whoa. <laughs> it's MVP, like going to wow. dinner and getting a surprise dessert. Wow. Yeah, Where did that up, come man. from, man? Yeah, it's, dude, uh, everyone's buzzing about it. Uh, this made ESPN. It was trending very high on it. I spoke with Mike Perry. Mike is ready to go. I mean, you know, he's always ready to go. Yeah, and they're cutting a very special four part or uh, three or four part series. Well, I know all about it because I just, I literally, that's what I'm talking about when I talked to Mike. I just mm -hmm. did the interviews. So I, I'm fine. I don't want to be in them, but I'm the guy that asks the questions when they're talking to you. And from sitting with Mike for over an hour and talking about this fight and his career, Mike has never been more ready. Mm. I don't think. Uh, Mike has never been more dialed in on something. Mike wants this fight. Mike loves bare knuckle. I, I can't wait till Evan cuts the ungloved. And it's going to be amazing. He always does an amazing, incredible job with it. He's uh, all right. Now, see, I got to give it back because I kind of messed with him a little earlier from talking to my yeah, ear. That's an excellent job. He's very, awesome. very talented. Um, he's probably in there with his arms up like this. He's gonna, we're going to have to kiss his ring when we're done. <laughs> but MVP is the next. Uh, we're we're going to talk to him a little more. <laughs> there he goes. You tell Evan's on the sound effects board. That's for Evan. His fingers um, are like penises. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. BKFC London, August 20th. An amazing fight. And you keep in mind, MVP's still with Bellator. I know. They let him out of the con. Not let him out of the con. They let him come fight for us. He's going to go back to Bellator. And then you got Platinum Mike Perry, who's with Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship now. And, and I'm seeing online, it's really cool. The fans are kind of an undertone to this. Bellator versus Bare Knuckle. So you got gloved versus ungloved. And I always wonder, always, I'll talk about this tone, blue in the face. Mm-hmm. Does MVP realize what he's getting into to do bare knuckle fighting? I feel like a lot of people come over to bare knuckle fighting and they don't fully realize Man. the total taking the hits when they hit their hands and when they get hit with the bare fist. Oh, I've been on street fights before you hear. Let's come let's on. book MVP. I want to know. I want to hear from him. How many street fights, if any, has he ever gotten into? Because we know Mike Perry because we, we got the footage. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steakhouse. Yeah, right we got the clips. This I'll guy say, is no stranger to street fights and brawls. Well, one thing I, I saw, you bring that up about Mike Perry that I saw when I, when I was interviewing him uh, the last couple times we have when I've been around him. The Mike Perry that we saw in those clips online, the, the crazy stuff, it seems like Mike has found a way, and I think this is going to be very beneficial for this fight and all his bare-knuckle fights, all his fights coming up. He seems to have found a way, at least when I talk to him, to be pretty calm. You never know when it's going to blow off, mm -hmm. but he's pretty calm and he seems to have learned from his past mistakes, which has made him into, uh, he thinks, a better fighter, I think, a better man, a better person. Mm -hmm. I think he's grown. And, and I think that that will only help him mentally. I really do. Yeah, he's definitely grown. He's definitely matured. But like you said, he still, yes, he still has that switch. Julian Lane found that switch. We threw some, you know, from the crowd and, and started that uh, semi-riot. Uh, calling him platinum pussy, and it was all downhill from there, and, and the rest is history. Do you know that? Um, and I, I, I'm sure this will make unglove. Maybe it won't. I don't know. I shouldn't be letting everything out, but I thought this was interesting. I'll touch on it. MVP professionally fought his brother before his own blood brother. Really? And he was kind of saying to me, um, "Yeah, I fought my brother. I can fight anyone. It's competition." And Mike Perry that's seems to be hardcore, like uh, his brother's. Like, oh, that's nothing. <laughs> 
He's like, I don't care. I would, I would wait till my brother was sleeping and throw cold water on his face, then put a pillowcase over his head and beat the shit out of him. Now, that's Mike Perry. That, that, but, yeah, but that's the Mike Perry. Probably that's not happened. Always, yeah, that's what I mean. That's not the Mike Perry that's always there. That's the Mike Perry when you get him riled up. Yeah. So I'm glad that he's still there. But I wonder if that doesn't make him more dangerous because now I don't know if it's calculated, compartmentalized. But now that crazy Mike Perry comes out. Only when he needs to. Oh, well, we're going to find out which one's going to come out in London, though. August 20th, man. The biggest BKFC card to date, Brian. Oh, I can't wait. Are I'm, you going to this, man? Uh, from what I understand, you got I your am. visa? I'm very excited. I don't, know, visa? I, I don't a, know what the hell I need. Passport? I got an American Express. Uh, I discovered it pays. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. But, but, uh, <laughs> but no, I, I yeah, I, I think the crowd's going to be rowdy. You know, the European crowds are awesome. Oh, man, dude. You got to... And and I, I want to we're going to preview from what I understand oh, I'm excited about this we're going nice. to preview some of the Mike Perry stuff that we were just talking about cool that's the kind of stuff I like to hear in my ear that's wonderful so let's yeah. let's throw it to the tape and see what we have here I'm excited I haven't seen MVP this MVP and me can go play Sea of Thieves so we can see if these nuts will fit in his mouth because he ain't fucking gonna do shit to me that I ain't seen before. I already know what his little rubbery gumby ass is gonna try to do and it's gonna be run away and hide and cower until he can get a sneaky snake shot off. And it's not gonna fucking work because I'm, I'm impervious to venom. <laughs> Yo. Wow! Whoa! That's Mike. That's oh, Mike, Mike Perry. Perry is my spirit animal, man. He's, I love that dude. Yeah, dude. Hey, you know it's, what? Yeah. That's my sneaky snake <laughs> shot. I like it. That's what I mean, though. When you get him all riled up, he's ready to rock. Um, that's 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 like what was that? Twenty seconds. That's great. That's twenty seconds that one, of man. what we were doing with the interviews with him and and Michael Venom Page interview is gonna be great as well. That's twenty seconds of the gold. That our Evans got to go through and make into uh, this this ungloved documentary type piece that you can watch on the app bkfc.com. I'm really excited about it. It's a four part one. We've done you know one part. I think we've done four, maybe not four parts before, but we've done numerous ones like on the same fighter. But I don't think we've ever done a four part. Uh, this there's a That's lot special. to dig into here. Yeah, I mean there's yeah. a lot. There's a lot. I mean this you look awesome. at it too. If you look at it, MVP, he kind of. He comes from an area, he'll tell you gladly, that is not a nice area. Mm -hmm. And he stayed away from all the BS and all the junk by doing martial arts. And Platinum Mike Perry comes from not the best of areas either, and he kind of got immersed in that culture and had to learn that way. So you have two guys that took separate roads. MVP would say it was because of his uh, fellow martial artists and his father. Mm -hmm. uh, Mike Perry, I think he just liked to fight. He was an active kid. and Yeah, you're going to learn all about him when that four-part series comes out, man, coming from the horse's mouth, these two. Looking forward to it, man. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, even more than that, looking forward to New Mexico coming up, too. You can check out more about that on the app and on BKFC.com. Uh, Dotson making his debut against Ryan Benoit. Uh, that's going to be a great fight. And, you know, Dotson's huge in New Mexico, Albuquerque. Uh, he's well-known anyway, but there mm -hmm. the crowd's going to come unglued for him. And that's going to be another great crowd, I think. Uh, that's the co-main. In the main event, you have the Misfit. Christine Faria taking on Versus Taylor Killaby. Killaby, Starling. Uh, that's a fight the fans have been clamoring for. Now mm -hmm. they get it. The undefeated Taylor versus the Misfit, who everyone's afraid to fight. Taylor said, I'm not afraid to fight you. Let's go. And I don't think that Christine Faria is taking it lightly, but I also don't think that Christine Faria thinks they're in the same league. Nah, from what so I can either. understand from talking to Christine. So there'll, there'll be all kinds of interviews done when that comes up as well. We're looking forward to it, but full speed ahead, Rob. You know we're headed. We're headed to Tampa, Florida, the great FLA, man. I can't wait uh, for Tampa Fight Night 2. We talked to two of the combatants in the main and the co-main today and it got me even more excited. Are you excited, Rob? I'm excited, man. I'm excited. And the fans, I'm more excited that the technology behind the app, you know, growing pains have been worked through and are 
hero, our savior, Evan. If you have any issues whatsoever, just make <laughs> what? sure to at, at him online if you have any problems going about. <laughs> Evan Zentar. <laughs> make sure. And if you don't have his direct contact, we're going to drop that number that in the uh, comments. That has nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> make sure it gets to the right they, place. I sit in this room all day. <laughs> Evan, thank you for all your help. Uh, and, you know, no, great show today. Be a great weekend. Great we're uh, excited. full of fights. Yeah, man. So make sure you tune in. BKFC app. It's going to work flawlessly this time. We'll see you next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. But before that, we're going to see you fight night. We're going to see the weigh-in show in Tampa, Florida. Full speed ahead. Here we go. Thanks for hanging out. Until next time, see you in Tampa. Knuckle up. Like, comment, subscribe. Ah!